Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Ah, yes, let's get it. Mike Sempervivi here with you for the next hour talking about professional wrestling, which is something we do every single day here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. And whether you're listening on TuneIn or iHeart, American Forces Radio, SportsByline.com, over-the-air affiliates like the Mightier 1090 on podcast, replay on SiriusXM, or or maybe your video streaming on Twitch or YouTube. But however you're joining me today, I'd just like to say thanks to you for spending a little bit of time with me today. You see this ASMR, kids? Right off the bat, right here. Remember old man Alvarez talking to you yesterday about how you break down as you get older? Well, let me tell you something. Getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning to watch a New Japan, boy, that used to be something I looked forward to. And, you know, I look forward to it this year as well, too. But, man, am I tired now. I think I could use a nap or two. I don't think this Red Bull's really going to help matters. But the big boss man, Brian Alvarez, will be back for subscribers over at WrestlingObserver.com. Tonight, he and Dave Meltzer reviewing AEW Dynamite as well as Wrestle Kingdom 17, New Japan's big event, their version of WrestleMania, and I'll be going through that card with you today. Two biggest stories coming out of it. Mercedes Monet, the former Sasha Banks, making her first appearance in Japan for New Japan Pro Wrestling, challenging IWGP Women's Champion Kyrie as well as Kenny Omega reappearing in New Japan. First time since, I think it was 2019, 17? i got to look back and see exactly when it was. I think it was 2019. And uh, he returns, has a banger of a match with Will Ospreay. And I don't want to say he, he stole all the thunder away from Kazuchika Okada and Jay White, but I tell you what, they just they just took it. That was the main event that was advertised to English-speaking fans on New Japan World, and they held up to their end of the deal. A really, really good show capped off by two really, really good matches, and we'll get into all of that as well as the world-famous NXT review when we get back. Wrestling Observer Live. (laughs) 
How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Welcome back, Wrestling Observer Live. You know we do this show right here for an hour at a time, but... If you want us 24-7, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Sempervivi. The timeline for this show is at W-O-N-F-4-W. The broadcaster is at Sports Byline USA. And if you love pro wrestling, at Mid-Atlantic Pod and Patreon.com slash Mid-Atlantic Podcast. Grit and Glory, the history of tag team wrestling and Jim Crockett promotions, available for folks, $5. That's all it takes to get in the door. A whole lot of other stuff there as well, too. You'll really enjoy it. If you ever wanted to help me out, support my work, that would be a great way to do it. Patreon.com slash Mid-Atlantic Podcast. 
like getting those things in here when the boss man's not here. I'll, I'll hype up the wrestling news a little bit later on, but uh, what should I start with in this first segment? But it is New Japan. Uh, I decided to hold off the NXT review for a little bit later on, but uh, Wrestle Kingdom 17 at the Tokyo Dome, one of a handful of shows. There's WrestleMania, there's All Out, there's the CMLL and AAA anniversary shows, and there's this. You know, they're the five biggest shows of the year, arguably. You know, there's a times where SummerSlam or Forbidden Door or whatever, somebody's going to disagree, I don't care. The two big news items coming out of this show, Sasha Banks and Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay in their match. But Mercedes Monet and uh, Dom, go ahead, get it ready, because, folks, there's a reason I'm playing this whole thing. So uh, when Don Dom gets it ready here, uh, here it goes. Oh, congratulations on making history tonight. I also know a thing or two about making history. I am here in New Japan and stardom to make some more. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm the standard, the conversation, the blueprint, and the CEO of this woman's division. So Kairi-san, enjoy your IWGP Women's Championship while you can, because that battle in the valley in San Jose, I'm gonna leave you bankrupt, bitch. And you can bank on money. It wasn't perfect. Kyrie didn't know how to take that gory suplex uh, spun into a DDT that Sasha does, and Mercedes had a, a bunch of verbiage to say there, and Sounded like her nose and ears were a little bit clogged. And, you know, the thing is, though, she did come off as a big star. And that's the bottom line. And the hair and the music, which seemed to use a crisscross sample, that's all subjective. But this was just one to grow on. And bottom line is there's matches, if they want them, with Kyrie, with... Tom Nakano, with Mayu Iwatani, with Julia, with Utami Hayashishida, Starlight Kid. I guess Mina Shirakawa has thrown her name into the mix. And the matches is, is what we all kind of want to see, I think. And there's a lot of people, of course, as usual on social media, who are reacting way too strongly on both sides of the spectrum when it came to her debut. Way too emotional on both sides, but... You know, Sasha stands, and, and those people who stand up for WWE and anything outside of it is, is garbage. Well, you know, those people are going at it, surely. Uh, but, you know, people are also complaining about the length of the women's match itself. And I know that Julia had some comments to say about, you know, any relationship with New Japan. They don't want to feel second rate. They don't want to feel like they're walking behind a New Japan wrestler. And Kyrie defeated Nakano to retain the IWGP World Women's title, the first defense. It went 557 bell to bell. So 
it was really more of an exhibition of what women's wrestling can be on big New Japan shows as opposed to what stardom really can offer. But Kyrie won with the insane flying elbow after a couple of spinning back fists, and Nakano did hit the uh, violet screwdriver, which re- looked really cool, got a, a big pop and everything. But the whole entrance of Sasha Banks took a couple of minutes and then you had the promo and everything. And when you look at the other matches that were on the show, especially early, you know, the IWGP tag match went 10, 10, the junior tag match went 10, 29, Zack Sabre jr. And Ren Narita went 10, 32 Tonga and Anderson went nine 36. The six man with Mudo went nine 20. They didn't have long matches. It didn't get into double digits until the end there, you know, again, until the end of the the show with those last three matches. So when you include everything else that took place, they got as much time, you know, for their segment as everybody else did. It's just that, you know, you had Mercedes Monet making her big debut, and that's something that you have to sacrifice. And I think the people that are really fired up about this and using this as a tea leaf as to the treatment of women's wrestling in New Japan, I think maybe jumping the gun a little bit, but... You know, we'll have to see how things go. Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay and Kazuchika Okada and Jay White. (laughs) I said it on Twitter uh, earlier today that there was nothing that White and Okada could do because even if there was something creative that was done with their creative leading into this match and in the last six months, frankly, um, it still would have been tough because they're great together, and they played all the hits, and they had a hell of a match. It's just that Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega is fresh, Omega making his big comeback, and they were looking to take, not steal, you know, they were going in there thinking they were the main event, and they were going to take their rightful spot, and that's certainly what they did. Omega's entrance was something out of like a Cecil B. DeMille 50s Hollywood Bible epic I mean, complete with a whole musical score to it. You know, he really was the bad guy, the returning supervillain coming back and looking at this scorched earth in his opinion that he's left in the wake of going to do great things and he left it to Will Ospreay to take care of. And my God, look what's happened. And the story of this match playing itself out the entire time with Omega and Ospreay throwing everything at each other, but Ospreay just not being able to throw enough. And he comes out, and he's got his whole crew with him. And he's playing the part. He looks the part. But you heard it at the press conference, if anybody heard any of that. Omega immediately under his skin, just by calmly talking to him, needling him, knowing that Osprey maybe isn't ready in storyline for the position that he's in. He is weak. And here comes Kenny Omega walking back in first day and takes his title away from him. And they did everything in this match there was the double foot stomp off the turnbuckle by omega onto osprey on the floor through a table there was osprey's corkscrew flying twister press down to the floor on omega not long after that once they got back into the ring you know they they started hitting each other again with moves 
incredible stuff. Osprey flipping through a dragon suplex from off the top rope and then immediately hitting a Robinson special. There was Omega DDTing Osprey onto the exposed top turnbuckle, which busted Osprey open. A hell of a blade job there, and that's when the drama really started to crank up. Omega was really feeling himself. Red Shoes, they're checking the cut. The announcers are wondering how long it's going to go, and Omega's hitting big move after big move after big move. And Osprey is still somehow surviving. Second rope, Kreutz Wrath, two count. V-trigger, two count. Two V-triggers and then a third, but Osprey blocked it, fired up, came back. Got a near fall after a hidden blade in, a, in an Oz cutter. Hit a Styles Clash and a really stiff-looking hidden blade for another uh, two count. He did everything, but Omega got him down. And as he held both of his arms up, Osprey all bloodied, looked up, and he spit at him. And Kenny Omega, in perfect form to do it, called back to Kota Ibushi, hits a Kamigoye knee strike. The one-winged angel wins the match. And unfortunately, like I mentioned, there was nothing Jay White or Kazuchika Okada could do to follow that. Hell of a match. Pretty damn good show. We'll run through the rest of it when we get back. Wrestling Observer Live. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Hey, pack rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208-800-569-7208-800-569-7208 That's 800-569-7208 Are you like me? You have health insurance, but you don't have dental insurance. Do you need to get to the dentist right away? Maybe you need an implant or some other major service. Well, I found a dental insurance plan that's just right for you. It's called Spirit Dental. 
Spirit Dental offers a $100 lifetime deductible, a huge network of dentists. And here's the best part. There's no waiting periods. Yeah, that means you can call right now and have real dental insurance for you and your family tomorrow and get that immediate coverage you want. Spirit Dental has plans for just a few dollars a day, up to $5,000 annual maximum, and coverage for implants. Whatever age you are, the dental insurance you need is a free phone call away. Now don't wait, and be sure to ask about Spirit's vision plan. Here's the number, 800-634-0482, 800-634-0482. That's 800-634-0482. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Oh, come on. Really? We're back on the show, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm going to do the classic Brian Alvarez routine for all the people that are listening on national radio right now. I'm going to yell at the chat, our Twitch chat, who I usually love very much. Avalon Britain. Oh, What a surprise. Mike doesn't know what Kenny Omega's entrance is. So I looked it up. Sephiroth. Because everybody is saying this. Sephiroth. Okay? He's apparently the main antagonist of Final Fantasy VII. Why should I have known that? Okay? You've you've been listening to me now for 20 years. Why would you think I know that? What's sitting right here? Pride. Fighting championships for PlayStation 2. What do you want from me, people? Okay. I'm going to step in, Mike. Hang on. Hang on. It's one of the greatest video yes. games of all time. You need to just culture yourself there, buddy. What? Pride Fighting Championships? I agree 100%. Final that Fantasy is VII, my dude. Video game. Is it really that great? What system was it for? PlayStation 1. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Like, the only games I really ever played on PlayStation were, like, Knockout Kings and, and stuff like that. I, I really. I didn't. I wasn't into those games. Okay, most of the fighting games that I ever played, they were the N sixty four, AKI games. You know, the WrestleMania and No Mercy and WCW. Those are the games that I know. Okay, folks, I apologize for my lack of understanding of Final Fantasy VII, its greatness in the video game spectrum, and how great and warm it is uh, to the heart of Dom. So there. I hope everybody's happy now. Let's get back onto the show. There was a great opening video to start things off, and I hope they actually make this thing available to everybody. New Japan, that is. It honored the late Antonio Inoki, and they blended it in with the introductions to all of the matches with his theme playing in the background, at least until it got to the Omega Osprey match. Really sharp graphics and the aesthetic inside the arena with the Tokyo Dome set up and all of the screens, uh, the big screens, it really looked excellent. It really, really did. They said there was 25,000 people there. I'll take that as a shoot number for now. I have no idea what they, they actually have announced for it, you know, officially or anything like that. But 25 is 25. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi, and I guess we'll just go ahead and do this backwards since I already mentioned the uh, the, the main event and the penultimate match between Omega and Osprey that might as well have been the main event. But Hiromu Takahashi won the IWGP World Junior Heavyweight title for the fifth time, winning a four-way over Taiji Ishimori, who was the champion, El Desperado, and Master Wato after Hiromu pinned Wato. 
it was fine. You know, they gave it some time to heat up. Hiromu used the time bomb, too, to get the win on Wato, so he didn't directly pin the champion. The stuff between Hiromu and Desperado was great. You know, Desperado was, you know, if my money was on Hiromu, but my heart was on Desperado, they just didn't go ahead and, and go in that direction. And there's a possibility that Desperado's not also locked up, too, which may have been the reason why, but they keep going back to the well with Hiromu. I don't think that there's anything that they can do in that junior division without somebody coming in from the outside, a big name making a big splash where I don't want to see Hiromu up in the heavyweight division doing something with somebody as opposed to just another reign with this title. The Keiji Muto New Japan retirement match with uh, Muto teaming up with two other generations of New Japan, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Shota Umino. They defeated Tetsuya Naito, Sonata, and Bushi after Umino pinned Bushi. Chono and Fujinami were on commentary, so that was cool. Tanahashi stopped Muto from doing the moonsault, which was a really good spot in the match because Muto has retired it, and my God, if you've seen his knees and hips at work in Noah over the past couple of years, yeah, don't don't be doing that moonsault, please, sir. And uh, that was a funny moment, but uh, ultimately Muto hit the Shining Wizard on Bushi, but he let Umino get the Death Rider DDT, and get the victory. So during the post-match, and they didn't mention this uh, as the show was going on, they didn't show any of it, but Pro Wrestling Noah's faction, uh, Congo, led by Katsuhiko Nakajima and Keno and Masa Kinemiya and the whole group, they showed up to challenge LIJ, and I don't know what that means. My, my first knee-jerk reaction is whatever it is, I like it, you know, with those two factions going at it. Could it be because January 21st, uh, there's the show at the Yokohama Arena, the Night 2, Wrestle Kingdom Night 2, WWE-style branding, the WrestleMania Rewind. This is the Wrestle Kingdom Rewind they're going to be having at Yokohama Arena. Will it have something to do with that? Will it have something to do with Noah running the Tokyo Dome on February 21st? You know, does it have something to do with that? So we'll have to see coming up. Tamatanga defeated Carl Anderson to win the Never Openweight Championship after a botched gun stun. And the match was a match. The closing sequence I thought was pretty good right up until the finish where Tonga went for the gun stun and Anderson fell awkwardly. And that was that. And a lot of diehard New Japan fans that are happy to see good brother Carl Anderson out the door there. I like good brother Carl Anderson, but I think the next time you're going to see him in Japan, it is going to be on a WWE tour. Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Ren Narita to become the first New Japan World Television Champion. And two months ago, I thought that Narita was a shoe-in for this, but looking at what the landscape is right now for New Japan as they try to push westward, this makes a lot more sense. Obviously, something is brewing with Ring of Honor. If uh, the branding for the shows coming up in Washington and Philadelphia, you'll notice they are not strong shows. They are New Japan shows. And what does that mean? You know, again, there's, there's, you know, the, the idea of Ring of Honor and New Japan Strong getting together as one TV show makes a lot of sense to me. And them running weekends like this together makes a lot of sense to me. It's one of those business arrangements that 
Some people may want to be bigger in some ways, but it seems to be probably the best thing going forward for both Ring of Honor as a entity and for New Japan trying to expand their reach here. But Narita, he got a big match early in his career at the Dome, and he looked really good in the process before Sabre tapped him out. You know, he's working on his arm, kicks the whole night, and then he ends up uh, tapping him out with an arm bar. So he kicks off his new reign. He's got a, a brand-new all-blonde haircut and a, a whole new posse as well, too, because uh, Mikey Nichols and Shane Haste came to ringside afterwards and asked him to join TMDK. So... He's going to do that, and he will be the. I guess he's going to be the leader of it. I don't know where this leaves Taichi. That is very interesting because I love them as a team, and even though Saber is going uh, on uh, on his own as a as a singles wrestler, I'd like to see an association with Taichi still stick around. Bishimon, Hiroki Goto, and Yoshihashi defeated FTR to win the IWGP World Tag Team Titles. Yoshihashi pinned Dax Harwood after they hit their double team move. And it's too bad we didn't get FTR with the IWGP tag team titles opposed, you know, now as opposed to the last six months because they had great matches with Aussie Open and with United Empire. But when you watch their match with Goto and Yoshihashi, I think they worked great together. When you think about Sonata and Naito, when you think about Nichols and Haste and, and other teams, I hope they can somehow remain in New Japan's mix, regardless of what they decide to do with their careers, unless they happen to get out of their AEW deal or whenever that lapses, join WWE, whether they're with AEW or not. As long as they're not with WWE, I'd like to see them remain as a part of, of New Japan's tag mix. The show opened up with the IWGP World Junior Heavyweight Tag Team title match. TJP and Francesco Akira defeated Yo and Leo Rush. Rush took a face plant on the entrance ramp doing uh, with a double team move, got busted open, I mean, landed on his face, and thought he broke his face the way he was laying there. And, ah, uh, just, yeah, it was it was not good. And you couldn't really tell at first, like, how bad it was. And then he wasn't moving. They go back to the ring where everybody else is working, and finally he drags his carcass back to the ring, and he is busted wide open and he has been great in new japan uh i mean that whole deal really did add some drama to the match and he was flying around nobody makes a hot tag like he can uh nobody does misdirection spots nobody does them well <laughs> let alone does them great and he's one of the the only person that can do them great but a whole bunch of near falls before finally tjp rolled up yo and got the victory so that was the main card on the pre-show, the Antonio Inoki Memorial six-man match. Yuji Nagata, Satoshi Kojima, and Togi Makabe teamed up to defeat Tatsumi Fujinami, who at 69 years old, last year wrestled 16 matches in 2022. Brian Alvarez is bitching about his toe, bitching about his hip, all that sort of stuff. He's rubbing it too hard. Well, figure out how Fujinami's rubbing it and, and then get back to me because that guy is still working. 77-year-old Tiger Hattori was the referee for the match. Just great nostalgia taking place. Tiger Mask coming out in the old Tiger Mask number one, a Sayama cape. So it was a really cool deal that they had there. And a uh, really weak finish, though, with uh, with Makabe just kind of laying down on Tiger Mask to, to get the victory. And I'm not sure exactly what happened there, but who cares? You know, the, the match was just about the nostalgia of it, and so that was really cool. 
the 19 man New Japan Rambo. Long story short, the last four guys show Shingo Takagi, Toru Yano, and the great Okan. They'll all face off at New Year's Dash in a four way for the King of Pro Wrestling Championship and the brand new belt that they came up with. Shingo's promising to win this as he challenged Okada afterwards, said he's going to bring his belt with him to challenge Okada. Uh, hopefully he doesn't have that. And Oleg Bolton wrestled to a draw with Ryohei Oiwa. And Bolton looked good, a throwback amateur foreigner for New Japan. So we'll be watching his progress surely on the undercards of shows. And we'll be back, Wrestling Observer Live. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low cost airlines. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. That's 800 754 4531. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Uh, back on the show, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi here with you. The big boss man, Brian Alvarez, will be back on this show tomorrow. He will be back for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com. Tonight with Dave Meltzer as they review AEW Dynamite. Brian Alvarez going to that show. Will he be seen on camera? Surely. I'm sure he's got great seats. I know he already talked about his great parking provided by Cairo Channel 7 out there. Now, who, who knows what seats he's going to be in. But if he does anything newsworthy, I'm going to discuss it on the wrestling news. You should make that part of your day. All of the news that you need to know to get your day started or get you up to date. Uh, or get you to do your favorite review pod. Maybe you don't have a chance to, to spend an hour trying to figure out what happened last night. You only have 10 minutes, and you can listen to that show later on. Well, we're perfect for you. Daily free between 7 and about 15 minutes long every day. For more information on it, just go over to the wrestlingnews.com or on Twitter, at WrestlingNewsAV. I believe that's the same way on Facebook. I tried to avoid Facebook at all costs, though. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible. I tried to review or tried to avoid doing an NXT on USA review, but I have to do it. It's part of the contract. Somebody asked that earlier in the Twitch chat. Yes, the world famous, as I must refer to it, the world famous NXT on USA review here for you on this Wednesday after, afternoon after something. And look, I blew it a long time ago uh, with, with Brian saying that I was going to stumble over my words today. I have an excuse, though, okay? It was late, okay? I got up early and I went to bed late. And, yeah, forget it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. What does matter, though, is Carmelo Hayes and Apollo Crews kicked off NXT on USA. And it was really the best match on the show. It, it was excellent. Carmelo Hayes is ready for prime time now. And if I had anything to, to nitpick uh, this match about, it's the fact that let those guys just, and I know they can't because that's not what WWE structure is, but there were times where they were, you could see them setting up to do moves, and it's like, just let them go. They're two great athletes. You know, just call enough stuff that they need to hit and just let them go for the rest of it. But Hayes is a star, and Hayes and Trick Williams tried to jump Apollo Crews afterwards. Axiom uh, fought them off, and that led into Axiom and Trick Williams, and Trick Williams is not a primetime player yet, but he could very well be. He looks the part. He certainly sounds the part. And if everything gets together with him, he's going to be excellent. Axiom, again, size is probably going to hurt him on the main roster, but they need some masked stars. Uh, people like reacting to, you know, a couple of masked stars that you actually take care of and do well with. And Axiom could be one of those people in NXT. He looked good last night, defeated Trick Williams. Then we got footage of what was supposedly last Wednesday, very early in the morning. Two in the morning, in fact, because that's what the graphics said. Donovan Dijak has Stax, and he's in a dark room. And Stax is handcuffed to a chair, and he's got a bruise on his eye. And Dijak is interrogating him about busting into his locker room last week. And Stax, to his credit, long story short, just basically says, um, why don't you just be a man and let me go and we'll solve this in the ring? And Dijak, I guess, is a benevolent psychopath because he let him go. 
And then they had a match. And Dijak killed Stax. So Tony D'Angelo ran in afterward, and he cleared the ring of, of Dijak as if he was the baby face and cut a fiery promo. So I guess Tony D'Angelo and Stax are the baby faces in this. I have absolutely no idea. This Dijak coming back as a walk-on-his-own killer, loner type of guy. Okay, fine. I don't know if this has been the best storyline to reintroduce him, but hopefully the match with D'Angelo next week ends up being good. We had Javier Bernal interrupt Oro Mensa's interview with Mackenzie Mitchell to promote his Feliz Javidad Christmas album. And uh, anybody can put out a Christmas album during Christmas. It takes a real man to release one at the beginning of January. But long story short, they were going to have a match later on. Dom, cue this one up again, and I know I get a little bit audio happy. I go ahead and we, we get one thing cut, and then I just want something else cut for the show. But Toxic Attraction came to the ring, and they were given some they were given some dialogue. Let me tell you. So here's a little bit of, of Toxic Attraction edited together. Yeah. Toxic Attraction was, is, and forever will be the most domain female faction that this brand has ever seen. It's 2023. It's time we leave 2022 where it belongs in the past. Now... All eyes are on JC and I, and those eyes will watch in remorse. Watch as we push the envelope further than we ever did in the last 18 months, as we cut through this roster with reckless abandon. Bonded by our battle scars, this year, Gigi and I will be the ones calling all the shots. Roxanne Perez. You want to take down our toxic empire? <laughs> well, we're going to rebuild it brick by brick. Using your broken body in the foundation. <laughs> I'm not going to make fun of anybody for tripping over words. I do that every single day on national radio and have done so for, what, 15, 16 years now? Whatever it's been. But that dialogue with that delivery, with the tripping over words, that was hideous. And you'd think that would be it. No, no, you couldn't get that lucky, folks. That brought out Indy Hartwell in one part of the crowd, which brought out Cora Jade, which brought out Nikita Alliance, which brought out Wendy Chu, all in different parts of the crowd. And they performed some more microphone wonder. And then they all finally got to fighting in the ring, and all the other women in the locker room ran down, and Alba Fire and, and Isla Dawn were there, and they went brawling outside into the parking lot, and Roxanne Perez then appeared at the top of the arena to say that next week there's going to be a 20-woman battle royal to decide her next contender. So... There was that. It went on for a long time. And Fire and Dawn went on for a long time as well, too. Now, they went brawling out of the building, and this whole thing was just, it was hilarious because they go brawling outside, go to break. We come back from break. They're still brawling. Now they're backstage. And they were physical. You got every single 
backstage spot that you could think of, people being thrown into cases, huge metal pipes coming out and looking like it's going to be somebody's doom, but at the last second, they miss, and it, and it hits, and the pipe goes flying, and there are all sorts of items everywhere, and finally, finally, they're brawling back there, and Alba puts her in a wheelbarrow, puts Isla Dawn, that is, in a wheelbarrow, and brings her to ringside, and then dumps her out. I don't know how long the match had been going on, but now the bell rings, and the thing goes through another commercial break, and look, if these women would have started wrestling each other, and it didn't start on the spooky and all gimmick, you know, matches and all just gimmickery, period... I think I would like it because I like Kaylee Ray and I don't hate this Isla Dawn. I don't even hate the character, but how they introduced her, this was not good. And they busted her ass and they busted their ass and, and Alba busted her ass, frankly, because she lays out poor Isla Dawn, lays her out on a table and Alba Fire goes up to the top rope and, and fires there on, on ringside on this table and fire comes down. And with a with a senton and missed her completely. Flipping senton, her head caught a little bit of dawn, but the rest of her body hit the ground. She immediately got up, put Isla through a table, rolled her back in the ring, and got the pin. It was a very fitting way for this feud to end, frankly, from how the damn thing started. Those women both deserve better. I'd like to see better out of them, you know, with whatever comes next. Indus share. And the Creed Brothers hype video aired for New Year's Evil. I am all about seeing that. We got Kiana James interrupting the Rednecks talking backstage. She was nice to Fallon Henley and then told the Virgin that she would see him later. So that must continue. Drew Gulak with Hank, who now has become Shooter Hank, apparently defeated Andre Chase with Leah Hale and uh, Duke Hudson, submitted him with the Gulak. Uh, Wes Lee was then interviewed by McKenzie, where he says he's going to sit ringside next week for Dijak and D'Angelo, and the winner can face him for the North American title. Kofi Kingston then pinned Joe Gacy, and the match was pretty good. You know, if this is about can Joe Gacy hang on the main roster, I think that he can, you know, at least in some sort of role. He is solid enough to be there for sure. I was surprised that the leader of the faction took the L here. In this, but uh, that's the way they decided to, to go ahead and do it. The dyad had attacked Xavier Woods, who was on commentary uh, down at ringside with Booker T. They went after him. Kofi jumped out, hit a big flip dive, and then ultimately hit the Trouble in Paradise, got the victory. Charlie Dempsey, who was shown taking off his sling during the Gulak uh, chase match, uh, catches Gulak and Hank backstage, and he says he'll be ready to face Hank next week at New Year's Evil. Then it was the New Day running up on Pretty Deadly backstage. And Pretty Deadly volunteer face three teams during a gauntlet next week to prove that they deserve another shot at the NXT World Tag Team titles, and or the, at least at the NXT Tag Team titles. I guess they really don't leave the state of Florida all that op- often. but uh, So that's going to happen probably in a couple of weeks here. Grayson Waller effect segment at the end with Braun Breaker where... Breaker gets uh, the best of Waller, keeps needling him and needling him, and to set up the match for next week, Waller ends up uh, taking a bump out of the ring. 
Braun Breaker uh, jumps over the top, hits him with a somersault plancha, lands on top of him, gets back in the ring, roars. That's how it goes off. I can't see Grayson Waller getting the victory here, but if he does happen to get it, if you're looking at this situation with, well, the last thing that you saw in the lead-up to the big match is the challenger getting laid out, and that's a good sign for them, maybe it is. I don't see why you would take the title off of Braun Breaker, unless he's going to be in the Royal Rumble and do something impactful there. Now, you don't have to take the title off of him to do that, but if you're going to take the title off of him, then you better do something with him because I don't want to see him try to play a comeback trail and, and, and tell a story here trying to come back to get Grayson Waller. It would be time to move Waller onto something else I think would make the most sense there. But AEW Dynamite is tonight on TBS, the Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle. Will you see Brian Alvarez on your television screen? Did he get front row seats? Will he be in a luxury box with a woman that is not his wife alongside MJF, who may have a woman that is not his wife? We will have to see. What matches are we going to get? Well, we know that there's the TNT Championship, which has been a... Uh, uh, B and Brian's bonnet here recently with people very much annoyed over Darby Allen and the thoughts of him getting a victory over Samoa Joe for the TNT Championship and all those people that are complaining about Brian Danielson facing off against Tony Nese. But hopefully when Brian reviews that show with Dave, he'll have a bunch of better stories to talk about, including how Ricky Starks pinned Chris Jericho. That's what I'd like to hear about tomorrow. We'll see. We'll be back. Wrestling Observer Live. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So Call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 
That's 800-965-1295. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Ah, yes. Back for this last segment. Mike Sempervivi here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. Thank all of you for joining me today. Wasn't a whole lot to get into. Two big stories, Wrestle Kingdom and NXT. Dynamite tonight. If you want some Mercedes Monet merch, it's already available. This story up on WrestlingObserver.com right now. Sasha Banks, the former Sasha Banks, got a store available through Pro Wrestling Tees. Four new t-shirt designs, two hats, a mug, stickers, and a micro-brawler. Eh, why not? Monet challenged Kyrie for New Japan's Battle in the Valley show on February 18th. During the post-match Wrestle Kingdom press conference, she stated that she and the champion have a pass together. Monet and Kyrie have wrestled each other once in singles competition. Kyrie defeated Sasha Banks via DQ on the July 3rd, 2020 edition of WWE Raw. Bailey and Banks also had multiple tag matches against Kyrie and Asuka in 2019 and 2020 as well. Huh. Speaking of tag team matches, coming up on January 11th, Soraya is supposed to have a mystery partner face off against Jamie Hayter and Dr. Britt Baker. And if it's not going to be Mercedes Monet driving herself in to the fabulous new forum, well, what the hell do they call it now, Dom? It's always going to be the forum to me. What is it, Staples? What do they call that thing? I don't know, man. It's still the forum? Good. It should always be. It's a great Western forum, okay? It's what it should always be. But in any event, if it's not going to be Mercedes Monet... You better drop some hints tonight and lead people as far away from that as possible. Or lean heavy into it, because it is going to be her. And do everything you can to build up the hype. My name is Mike Sempervivi. Thank you, Producer John. Thank you, Producer Dom. And thank you out there for listening and watching. We shall talk to you again after a while.